Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. We had read over the Arabic about the Hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi the first time we see Revelation when near the end. Khadija radiyallahu ta'ala then took the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to Waraka ibn Nufal who was the cousin of Khadija radiyallahu ta'ala. He had converted to Christianity during the pre-Islamic times of ignorance. He was transcribed the Injil, the Gospel into Arabic. And he had finished transcribing as much as Allah had allowed him for transcribe. He was a very elderly, he was a very elderly man who had gone blind. Khadija radiallahu ta'ala said to him, O my uncle, listen to your nephew. Shawaraka said, O my nephew, what do you have to say? The Prophet sallallahu informed him of what he saw. Waraka then said, This is the same bearer of good news, Yani Jibrail alayhi salatu wasalam, who was sent to Musa alayhi salatu wasalam, Yani Musa, peace and blessings of Allah be upon him. If only I was still youthful and strong. If only I could be alive when your people expel you from your city. The Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam asked, Will they really expel me? Waraka replied, Yes, no man has brought what you have brought, Yani revelation, except that he has been persecuted. If I happened to be alive at that time, I would surely assist you. However, it was not long before Waraka passed away and the divine revelation temporarily ceased, causing the Messenger of Allah to grieve deeply. Commentary The entire mission of the Prophet was full of difficulty, but the very beginning of revelation was particularly difficult. Was particularly difficult. Initially, the Prophet ﷺ spent long periods of time secluded in the cave of Hira. Then, in his first account, encounter with Jibra'il, with the angel, Jibra'il ﷺ, each embrace utterly drained the Messenger of Allah ﷺ physically. Never mind what the spiritual weight of receiving wahi revelation might have been like. What the Messenger of Allah ﷺ experienced was so taxing that upon returning home, he was trembling out of anxious fear. Next, Waraka ibn Nufal informs him, No man has come with, you, with, you, with what you have come, except that he has been persecuted. In other words, he وسلم, is being informed that enduring tribulation is a part and parcel of being a prophet, and that there is more hardship to come. We see that the Prophet وسلم, is experiencing various emotional states that throughout this hadith, his desire for solitude before wahi, fear immediately after the start of wahi, severe grief out of yearning for the divine proximity when revelation stops for some time. These are the various effects of intense spiritual power of wahi, which we simply cannot fathom. Some people reject this hadith on the grounds that it indicates the Prophet ﷺ felt fear and anxiety, and this is not befitting for the Prophet. However, the great hadith master Qadi Iyad has a section on this in his shifa, in which he states that every physical and emotional state that can overcome a normal human being can, over, can come upon a Prophet as well. The difference, however, is that Allah has protected the Prophets from these mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual states that are defects or deficiencies. He gives the example of Musa والسلام, who upon seeing his staff turn into a snake, turn into a snake, was so frightened that he turned around and ran without looking back. Fear, anxiety, hope, and even sadness can be experienced by the prophets. The sensation of such emotions are not deficiencies. Rather, they are absolutely normal. 
The issue is not whether they experience them or not, as they are but human. Rather, the issue is recognizing and understanding what their response was. And the response of the Prophet ﷺ throughout the difficulties of his life was istiqamah, firm resilience and steadfast recourse to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The bottom line will always be along the path there will be challenge there will always be challenges and hardships. In order for a person to come closer to Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests that person. Hardships and tests are a sign that Allah loves someone. He simply wants to see how much we love him and how much we are willing to endure for his for his sake. So the teachings of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, his part, his job of delivering the message that Wahi burden is on us now. There's no prophets that are going to come. Just recently, I was listening to a lecture and he was saying that Ibn Qayyim Rahimullah and in the olden days, they used to have a lot of dreams. They used to have conversations with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and their dreams is called Ilham. Ibn Qayyim Rahimullah, he said uh, he had an objection. You know, he wanted a clarification for it. He said, Ya Allah, you know, the previous prophets, alayhi salatu wasalam, you gave them such a long life. You gave Musa, alayhi salatu wasalam, a long life. You gave Ibrahim, alayhi salatu wasalam, a long life. You gave Sayyidina Nuh, alayhi salatu wasalam, 950 years of da'wah. And he was 40 years when he became a prophet. So 990 years, without a doubt, he was, some narrations say he died, he lived up to 1400 years. So Ibn Qayyim rahimullah said, why did you give our Habib, sallallahu alayhi wa only 63 years? It's nothing. And only 23 years. Why couldn't you give him 100, you know, 300 years, 200 years, 100 years, a longer life so we can have so many more teachings? Why did you give him such a short life, Ya Allah? So Ibn Qayyim rahimullah has this objection. He's thinking, he's thinking, he's thinking. He's thinking, he's thinking. He said, finally in my dream I saw and Allah, you know, said that he gave him an answer. It's a very good question. He said, I did not have confidence in the previous nations to do, to do this job of prophethood. But I trust and believe that the followers of Nabi can continue carrying this task. So it's our job to deliver. And it's going to be difficult to deliver. These tests, these trials, these tribulations are going to come. If we want to follow the teachings of the Prophet then these trials are going to come. They say in English, if the devil isn't bothering you, if shaitan isn't bothering you, that means you're doing something wrong. If shaitan is not bothering you, that means you're doing something wrong. He doesn't care about you. He has nothing. To, okay, you're, you're a bad person anyway. Shaitan doesn't care about you. If shaitan's bothering you, that means you're doing something right. And that same lecture made another beautiful point. You see, what was the most difficult time in the, in the life of the Prophet ﷺ? A lot of people think it's Ta'if. And without a, without a doubt, Ta'if was a very difficult time for the Prophet ﷺ. He just lost his wife, Khadija radiallahu ta'ala. He just lost his uncle, Abu Talib. Yani he's two people that were consoling him. You know, after he received wahi, he went home and what did he say? Zammiloni. Went to his wife, Khadija radiallahu ta'ala. So he lost his wife, he lost his uncle, and then he goes to the neighboring city of Ta'if. And even the neighboring city of Ta'if, they are also 
you know, causing him harm, throwing pebbles at him, and he's covered in blood. So Ta'if was very a difficult time for the Prophet ﷺ. But that wasn't the most difficult time. The most difficult time for the Prophet ﷺ in his entire life was when Sayyidina Hamza radiallahu ta'ala was martyred. How do we know this? The Prophet ﷺ was considered to be the most forgiving human being on the face of the earth. And Wahshi radiallahu ta'ala is one who killed, the Prophet, who killed Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. And he told Wahshi, obviously you can become Muslim and all of your sins are forgiven, but do, one, do me one favor. Sit in a way where I don't have to see your face because every time I see your face, I remember my uncle. That's how much he loved Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. And it was so painful for him to know that Hind, you know, she's the one who ordered his assassination. She cut his body up to pieces. And he completely disfigured. His nose was cut, his eyes were cut, his ears were cut, his fingers were cut, everything. His body was cut open and she took out the liver. And she bit on it. So Ibn Jazeera, rahmatullahi alayhi, he sees in a dream, Ya Allah, The most difficult time of the Prophet ﷺ was the, the martyrdom of Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. And the one who ordered his assassination was Hind. Why did you bless Hind with Islam? When we say Hind, we say Hind radiallahu ta'ala. Ya Allah, you didn't bless Abu Lahab with Iman. You didn't bless Abu Jahl with Iman. These are the uncles of the Prophet You didn't bless them with Iman. Why did you bless the one who caused the most taklif, the most difficulty to the Prophet why did, you give, why did you give her Iman? You could have given anyone Iman. Why her? Any, he can't even look at Wahshi radiallahu ta'ala's face, face because he's so hurt he remembers Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. Why did you give her Iman? Ibn Jawzi rahimullah has this dream and this objection. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says to Ibn Jawzi rahimullah in his dream. It's a very good question, it's a very good objection. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ibn Jawzi, she bit, she bit the liver of, of Hamza radiallahu ta'ala. And without a doubt, the taste of that liver or the blood that was on that liver went down her stomach. How could I sell? How could I send to Jahannam someone who has the blood of Hamza radiallahu taran in her? How could I send her to Jahannam? She has the blood of Hamza within her. She has the blood of Hamza with. How could I sell her? My Habib loves her. Loves Hamza radiallahu taran so much. And the blood of Hamza is found within her stomach. How could I send her to Jahannam? So, if you are the follower of Al-Nabi who is continuing this job, these trials, these tribulations, these tests are going to come your way, and if they're not coming your way, you're not doing something right. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all amongst the lovers of Al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdin. Nashadu an la ilaha illa ant. Astaghfirullah.